We're just two cousins living in separate states, working in corporate America, and giving our take on being successful, professional young businesswomen. So today we have Ellen Long, who is one of my friends from Wilmington. I kind of met her through mutual friends. She is a co-founder and COO of Long Business Advisors, which is a business that she uh, started with her family. Um, They're super awesome people. And it actually says on her LinkedIn, I help $5 million to $15 million business owners build and sell profitable, fun, and family-oriented businesses. Um, Ellen is known for being a boss businesswoman in Wilmington. She's part of an awesome networking group um, that she used to take me to, actually, when I lived in Wilmington. Uh, She's a business mentor. She has her own TED Talk where she talks about the journey to enough and finding happiness, um, your minimal valuable happiness or viable happiness. Um, She's just a really cool person. And she recently started this venture on exiting college debt free, which is something I haven't actually got to talk to her um, about. And so I'm really excited to listen to what she has to say today. And she also just got back from Haiti casually and uh, has been doing mission work there for the last week or so. So anyways, let's talk to Ellen. How long have you been doing Exit College Debt Free and how did you start that? Did you just like look at your brother one day and be like, hey, we need to help kids get through college without ruining their lives? Yeah, so it came because uh, I have a ton of friends who are now in their late 20s. I have several friends that are in their early 30s and they're still paying off college debt. And I think that the student debt problem in America is one of the biggest problems that we have. Um, Over $1 trillion right now is in student loan debt. And so for one, I just, I love our country and I love the people in our country and I hate to see people that are shackled by debt. And I also think honestly that it is criminal that we allow 18 year olds to sign loans for thousands of dollars, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars without really even helping them understand how it works. So if you went into a bank when you were 18 years old and said, I have no collateral, would you give me a $100,000 loan? They would laugh at you. But if you say, hey, I'm going to college, will you give me, you know, 30, 40, 50, $60,000? Oh, of course, why not, right? So I think it's absolutely criminal that this is happening without really people even being concerned about it. So for me, it really became a passion when I started realizing how many people were struggling with this whole debt problem. And then I looked at our family and, and realized, wow, what we did in college was really different and it was really unique. And I want to share that story and share how we did it, why we did it, um, so that other people can be debt-free too. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I never thought of it that way. And I will say I was a little naive in the fact because my parents were so loving to pay for our college with a couple stipulations, you know, like they weren't like go to a $50,000 a year school. It had to be public. It had to be somewhere accredible. And they were like, we'll help you get through college. But after that, it's up to you. But if I were to go to a bank and say, I want this much money to me, I would think the bank would be like, I don't know you, you have no credit. Like to buy a house, I had to have like three different things of credit but to go to college you had to have nothing right yep and I think you know my one of my jobs is working in a wealth management firm and so part of it is just understanding that family finances are so important to us so even if your parents can pay for college our 
you know, what we basically tell people is, but why? Why would you pay for college if you don't have to? Use the money for something else. Like instead of spending $50,000 on every kid, let's figure out how to do it for 10 or 15 or 20 and save that money and reinvest it and create a family legacy that's bigger than just college. That's really interesting, Ellen. I think for me, I have friends who are now in their 30s that still have debt and it's... Mm -hmm it cripples them, right? Like they can't buy a house. They struggle to pay their bills monthly because they've refinanced their student loans and now they're $700, you know, like something insane each right. month. And it's just crazy for me to think that anybody 18 can go sign their life away like that. So could right. you tell us a little bit more about what that process looks like that you help families sure. uh, come up with? Yeah. So basically, the whole premise for us is helping families, really parents and kids, understand return on investment. So we like them to look at college as an investment. How much money are we going to spend on this investment? And really, what are we going to get out of it? And so it starts by helping them understand that. So we do it three ways, basically. Uh, the first way is we help them get college credit in high school. So I know in your last podcast, you talked about community college and how you can go the first two years. Well, I like to say, well, why don't you start doing community college in high school? How can we get college credit in high school as much as we can? Because when you really think about it, your first two years in college are really just high school over again. And so I like to tell people, why don't we just get as much college credit as we can in high school first? And then the second thing is, is helping them understand and figure out what career they want to go into. So I think this is really, really, really important and something that people do not do which is really understanding who they are and what they want to do before they get to college. So way too many people waste time in college trying to figure out what they should do, what major should they do, what classes do they like, and you spend so much time and energy and effort trying to figure this all out, and I think it should start in high school. So that's a huge part of what we do is helping people figure out um, really what the direction they want to go in because it matters, right? So if I want to be, let's say, a medical doctor, I know I'm going to be in school forever. So the college I choose is going to be really important. The amount of money I spend in college is going to be important. You know, all the, I can get a ton of classes done ahead of time if I know exactly what my major is going to be. I'm going to save so much time, energy, effort, so much of that if I can know what career I'm going to go into in beforehand. And then, of course, the last one to me is just free money. So that's scholarships. How can we help you find scholarships? And how can we have someone else pay for your college instead of your family, instead of you, instead of your parents? Let's get um, all the scholarships and the free money that's out there. I saw this statistic and it, it blew my mind. A hundred million dollars in scholarships goes unfunded, which means there's a hundred million dollars in scholarships that don't get given away because people aren't applying to them or winning them. Does that blow your mind? Yeah, that, it really does. And honestly, scholarships were so hard for me to find. And I don't know if I was just on the wrong platform or or what, because I always had the impression that for scholarships, you kind of had to have um, uh, a, a disadvantage to mm, yeah. get before you got or be like at the top of your class. For, so for someone who's like very middle of the pack in almost everything in my life, I was like, where are the scholarships for just the average Joe? Well, I don't believe that in the first place. But actually, <laughs> so that's part of our program is we have a bunch of different sites that you can visit. And a lot of people think that, which is why so many scholarships go unfunded. 
really they're looking for passionate people who will apply to these things that they can feel good about giving a scholarship to. So I think a lot of people do go in with that mindset. And so they're like, oh, you know, I don't have what it takes. I, I don't, I'm not, you know, this, this or this, or I wasn't top of my class. So, you know, scholarships aren't for me. And there are so many small scholarships, especially that really not that many people are applying to. And you can win if you just take the time and energy and effort to figure out where they are. So a lot of our, like a good portion of our program is just helping people uh, find those scholarships. Right. I wish I wish I would have had that growing up for sure. And I'm very scared for my parents to hear this because they're going to be like, Evan, you did nothing. (laughs) But also, I want to know more about like, how you help people figure out what career they want to go in because I definitely started off in accounting and I know that's very shocking because can you see me doing that? And then I went to HR for a couple seconds and then I was in operations and now I work in marketing. Yeah. So if high school Evan could only see me now. (laughs) Well, I will say you stayed in the same field. So that was important. So the worst thing that you can do is switch fields. So at least all those were at business-wise, so you weren't wasting a lot of class time because you have to take all those classes anyways, no matter if you're in marketing or operations or accounting. What I find that's the worst is when people decide they want to be a medical doctor and then they want to be an elementary teacher. And then you're wasting lots of time. So um, part of our program is we talk about interning, we talk about shadowing, not in college, but actually in high school. Um, we have career tests that they take. Um, they do a lot of like self-work, I guess you would say. And they also just, we really just try to open their minds to all the jobs that are possible out there and really get them start thinking on different paths. And then we encourage the parents to really take advantage of that and help them do that by taking them to like, for example, my dad took my brother to an engineering fair and he got to meet a ton of the engineers, the companies that, that were there and basically decided, whoa, like engineering is not for me. And so just by going to one thing, he saved you so much time and money because he knew beforehand that that wasn't for him. So he didn't have to take any of the classes or try any of the things beforehand because he basically tried it out before. Um, So yeah, so we try to do as much as we can beforehand to help them in any way that we can figure that out. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I wish, my dad always wanted me to shadow people. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what that means, Dad. I'm not just going to go hang out and be babysat all day. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised how many people are open to, you know, younger people shadowing and following them around and asking them questions. Um, people are people, you know. We love that. We love someone else to be interested in what we're doing. Right. Well, I mean, I'd also say, too, that when I did take a career test in high school, mm-hmm. but it definitely told me accounting and like something random, like probably like housewife. And I was like, great, this is from the seventies. And right. And so like now, I I think mine said I was going to be a nurse and I was like, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is what your mom is. Right. Or was Rebecca. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but there's so many careers out there that me and Rebecca were talking about that wouldn't show up on a career. Just it would get you in the right field. But like who would have known there's a content project manager position out there right? for a retail grocery store. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so many, there are so many job opportunities out there, and, but I think the first start is just helping them figure out what field. And then when you, once you get into the field, just encouraging them to do research and to, you can, you know, you can go on Glassdoor, you can go on LinkedIn and type in a field and 
and scroll through all the job, you know, all the jobs that are available in that field. And so I, it really is just for me, a lot of it is just opening high schoolers' minds and opening their parents' minds to all the the opportunities and the things that they can do ahead of time to take advantage of. And that's what our whole program is about. It's really just about, you know, how can we give them the tools and the roadmap? And then people are very creative and amazing. And once you open someone's eyes to something and give them the roadmap, it's been really fun to see how creative people have become with, um, with the tools. Do you have any like success stories of people that you've like started working with and then heard from later? Yeah, so we just started. Um, we launched the program only a couple months ago in September. So um, we don't have, I wouldn't call it like complete success stories, but I will say the success story for me is um, I can think of one family that we've been working with that, you know, at first the high school student wasn't really interested in what we were talking about, you know, wasn't really engaged in the program and basically two months later has mapped out how she's going to finish college in two and a half years. She's applied for all this stuff. She's like so motivated and excited and like really excited about her future. And I do uh, calls with clients once a week and she gets on the phone now and she's asking me, Hey, you know, my grandma has a bunch of businesses and she wants me to run them. And this is what I'm thinking. And, you know, maybe I should take a business class, but then you know, actually, I shadowed with her for a long time, and I, I've decided I, I don't want to do that, and now I'm going to do nursing, and so I've done all these things, and I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing this person, and I'm shadowing this person, and just excited, and knows where she's going, knows what she's doing, and now has a path for it, and it's just been fun to see the total transformation of this girl who was shy and introverted and didn't really know what was going on to someone who's confident and is taking responsibility for her own life, and it's been so fun and so cool. So to me, that's the the most fun and exciting part of what we do. I can imagine that that's extremely rewarding. Thanks everybody for tuning in to Ellen Long, talking to us about how you go into college and come out on the other side debt-free. She had a lot of great information for us in terms of making sure you prepare yourself for college by really researching what you want to do, and understanding what the return on investment is going to be, as well as applying for the right financial assistance, such as scholarships. Next week, we're going to go ahead and dive in a little bit deeper to finances with Ellen, and she'll kind of address our situations for people who are past college and just starting to learn how to manage their money. Tune in next week. Until then, I'm Rebecca, and she's Evan, and this is Cousin Cash. <laughs>